Welcome to the Ask the Doulas podcast. I am Alyssa Benaclos, co-owner of Gold Coast, and today I'm talking to Samantha and Justin, who recently had a baby um, at a hospital in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. Um, so yeah, we're going to kind of talk to you about what that was like. Um, so Gold Coast is not attending births um, after Governor Whitmer's declaration that we have to stay at home, and we don't know when that order will be lifted. So we kind of just wanted to get a sense of what it was like for you to, to go through this whole process. Um, you know, cause when you, I guess, how far along were you when you hired us? Um, pretty early yeah. when we found out, we knew when we were trying to get pregnant that having a doula was, um, something that was really important to us as well as a midwife and just trying to go that more natural route. Um, so the minute we found out we were pregnant, it was kind of getting things in plan. So I would say maybe a couple, yeah, yeah, four weeks. Or so. Yeah, after the first trimester, after we kind of told everybody. Okay. Yeah. So you hired pretty early, so and that was before all this um, crazy virus stuff happened. So, um, and you worked with Kristen and Ashley as your yes. birth doula team. So what did, you know, even before all this stuff happened, like what did support look like through the majority of your pregnancy? It was wonderful. Um, being a first time mom, obviously you have a ton of questions and I just didn't want to be the person to be blowing up my midwife all the time. Plus it's hard to get a hold of them and being, um, our midwife was through Spectrum, so obviously you can't just pick up the phone and call her. It's not as easy. So being able to have a team of doulas that any question I had from, I had like artisan cheese one day and freaked out. <laughs> I did something wrong. So to be able to text them, things like that, and just have that reassurance all the time um, was awesome, as well as after every appointment, um, they wanted updates on what's going on with babies. So it was just that extra support and knowing that they're there no matter how stupid <laughs> the question was. <laughs> well, and as a first time mom, I think we feel like all of our questions are stupid. Like, yeah. Oh, I hear the baby. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously because of this, just to, I'll say this for the recording that we're um, on speakerphone and they're at home and I'm at my home because nobody can go into work and yeah. you guys are quarantined at home with the baby, which is kind of probably um, a blessing in disguise. Maybe you can actually kind of hunker down and just focus on bonding and feeding and all these great yeah. things without visitors. But like you said, like yeah. grandma comes over and she can't see the baby. <laughs> That's so hard. It's been a blessing for dads, I think, especially because uh, I would have had to go back to work today. And, right. Uh, and I'm, I am working, but it's from home and it's slower and I've, I've got some time to help support Sam and uh, build my relationship with Judah, too. So it's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of a blessing in disguise for, I mean, it sucks, but it's kind of nice. Yeah. And as new mom, you're hunkered down. I mean, I was planning on not leaving my house for a month anyway, so... It's kind of nice, especially during this quarantine time, because you're quarantined anyways with a newborn, so it gives you something to do and keep occupied with. Right. Well, and focus on the positive, right? Like, yeah. um, there's so many negatives that we could be focusing on, but like, you're stuck at home with a newborn baby, boohoo, right? Like, right, I know, right. <laughs> this is what so you've been looking fun. forward to for nine months. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah, so your support during pregnancy really, um, would have been the same coronavirus or not because yeah. it's it's a lot of like text and phone call and email stuff right like it's all virtual anyway 
Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have changed. And like I said, it was they were available pretty much 24-7, so it was just nice to always have them in our back pocket when we needed them. Right. So tell me about the labor then. Like what happened when you were at home and how did that support the actual virtual support after finding out that doulas can't, you know, your doulas can't support you in person? Um, how did virtual support look then like once labor began? So we came up with a plan that we would utilize anything that we needed. So if we needed to do a video chat, um, we had my laptop ready to go to bring to the hospital. Um, but once labor started, we kind of, uh, before I went into labor, we talked over, you know, what are the signs when we should kind of contact them, um, how long I wanted to labor at home, all that stuff that we would have done anyway, Mm -hmm. if, um, if it was just normal circumstances. And so when I went into labor, it was middle of the night, of course. Right. (laughs) And, um, we texted both of them and ended up calling Kristen. She was the one who answered and, um, you know, told her how far apart the contractions were. Uh, she could hear, you know, how I sounded and could tell that they were ramping up. You know, you can just moms, everybody says moms has that telltale sign. Right. When contractions <laughs> aren't a joke anymore. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, she, she said, yeah, it sounds like you're really getting in the swing of labor and, um, told me to get something to eat before I went to the hospital and kind of gave us some tips, um, before we, as Justin was packing the bag and, you know, getting our bags in the car, some tips I could do before we headed out the door. Um, and so we did that and then headed to the hospital. And from the moment we got there in triage, um, I had a couple unexpected, well, of course, birth is all always unexpected, but I had a couple things come up that I wasn't expecting, to happen. And so from the moment we were in triage, we were in constant contact with Kristen and Ashley, um, whether it was me or it was actually mostly Justin. Yeah, I was, I actually took, uh, like I would step out of the room a few times just to call her. Um, yeah, there was just a couple moments there when we were down in triage where, you know, she was uncomfortable and the room was a little small. It's hard to get into that calm, you know, state of mind that right. we were looking for. So, um, without, trying to stress Sam out. I stepped out of the room and just called Kristen. I was like, Hey, you know, what are some things I could try to, you know, bring her back into this calm state of mind that we've, you know, been working on forever. And, um, it's great. She gave us some positions to try, um, some things to talk to the nurses about. Um, like she knew there was a tub mm-hmm. uh, down in the triage area. So she's like, go ask him to use the tub kind of thing. And, okay. um, so it was, it was good to have them just there, just, just any questions we had just to call real quick. And yeah. And we had a couple unexpected things because I wanted to labor naturally, but due to some issues with, um, I had a leap procedure a couple months ago. Well, not a couple months ago, about a year ago. So that caused some scar tissue that made my labor really difficult. Okay. Um, so we had to have that conversation of having an epidural, um, because my labor was so erratic and I, my body was under a lot of stress. Um, so that decision we talked over with the doulas and then um, having Pitocin brought in, which was also something that was on our absolute no list. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was nice to be able to call Kristen and uh, Spectrum was wonderful too. I mean, the nurses and midwives were great as far as giving us all the information we needed and then giving us time to talk it over. But having Kristen there to be able to call and say, here's what 
they're, they're telling us, here's what we're thinking. To have that reassurance from them was huge, especially because our birth plan changed so much. And it was upsetting for me, especially. Right. That's hard when we get into this mindset of like, here's my plan and I'm going to stick to it and baby or your body <laughs> says otherwise yeah. to have an expert to ask those questions um, and get feedback. That's not, you know, it's, and I think that's one thing a lot of people think doulas are there to tell you what to do. And it's more about asking you the right questions so you can figure out what's right yeah. for you. Um, so just having that <clears throat> almost just having that information so that, you know, we can make our own decision. Right. You know, just having them giving us all the proper information so we knew everything that was at stake and, you know, we could make our a better informed decisions. It was just a huge help. Right. So, Knowledge yeah. is power in this instance, Knowledge for sure. sure is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even the positions, uh, once I did get the epidural and Pitocin, we still wanted to do a really low dose of Pitocin and try and have my body naturally uh, ramp up contraction. So, um, Ashley and Kristen sent us a bunch of pictures of, um, positions we could try, um, you know, and they were always available for FaceTiming and virtual as well, but just in, in the we midst, never, we never used it. We never, <laughs> we never needed to, but to okay. have that in the back pocket, um, yeah. was comforting as well that if we needed to virtually see them face to face, that knowing that we could do that was very comforting for me, especially. So once you actually moved from triage to the labor and delivery room, then, so you said you didn't actually have to use like FaceTime or anything. Um, was it more of then you, Justin, were kind of in contact with them because Sam was in active labor? Yeah, it was, um, it, was a, it was a lot of text messages and like a few phone calls, um, you know, if it was something we wanted to all kind of talk out together, we'd call. Or if it was just a quick question, I'd just shoot them a message real quick. And I definitely um, think if I didn't need, if I wouldn't have had the epidural, um, we definitely would have utilized Ashley and util- utilized some of our hypnobirthing techniques um, to help me get through labor and probably would have used virtual face-to-face more. But just because things move so fast as far as me needing some intervention, it uh, again, changed our plan as far as utilizing the doulas a little bit differently. Right. But, um, yeah, it was constant contact throughout the whole labor process. And it was actually nice after I did get the epidural, I was able to then talk to them and, you know, tell them what's going on and, um, you know, what kind of positions I can try and different things like that. So the, the plan changed a little bit, but staying in constant contact with them didn't. It was it was pretty consistent throughout the whole labor process. And what about when you got to the point where you were ready to push? Um, was there anything they could do to support you during that time? Well, we planned on having them FaceTime for that, um, but my pushing went very quickly. I only pushed for about 30 minutes, and we didn't even... When we started, it was uh, we texted them saying, "Oh, they want us to do some practice pushes." And thirty minutes later, we were messaging them saying, <laughs> "Well, baby's here." So, um, so yeah, we had the whole plan set up for them to, you know, help. Especially because I had an epidural, um, they were really going to help me try and breathe baby down, which is what we ended up doing. But um, you know, to have them face to face so they could see what was going on. Um, but it just ended up happening so fast right. <laughs> that uh, that we weren't able to do that. But 
after baby came, we were in contact with them, um, you know, telling them his birth weight, all that kind of stuff. And once we got up to the room, um, letting them know how latching was going as far as breastfeeding. So it was, it was just the best experience possible, especially because I was so devastated, you know, being nine months pregnant and all this emotional, that's emotional in itself. And right. then to find out your birth plan is completely blown to smithereens. Right. Um, two weeks before we even go to the hospital. Yeah. Two weeks before the hospital, it was just, it was terrifying, but to have them there in that virtual sense was everything because I, I don't think it would have been a very different experience if we weren't able to have them at all. That's for sure. So what would you tell then an expecting, let's say, um, you know, a, a couple just found out they're pregnant. They knew they wanted a doula like you, but then they're, they have this worry. They're going to do the hospital birth. They want a doula, but the doula may or may not be able to be there. What would you say to a family who's kind of on the fence about hiring a doula because of the current situation? I would say hire, hire a doula because, yeah, the situation has changed, but I think even more in this time, you need that extra support now than ever, um, especially because in my circumstance, my midwife wasn't even able to be there. I had a totally different team because of the way they split up um, her team, so not only you know, is your birth plan changed? But then my midwife who I've been seeing for the last nine months wasn't able to be there. So just to have that, that team, that constant contact still stay the same, even though they're not there in person was just a huge comfort and relief for me. And especially for Justin, say, uh, for the, for the fathers to be out there, like, I, I think it's even more important for them because, we went through a lot of the classes and stuff and we had good knowledge going in, but you know, you get in the heat of the situation and um, you know, her surges and contractions were starting to really hurt her. And I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't know what to do in that situation. Um, so, you know, we had this whole plan. I was doing my best to stick to this plan. And you know, when you get thrown that curveball, having someone to turn to and just get that reassurance, like, Hey, you know, I might've made the right decision and, in the in that situation but just to have them say yeah you did or yeah. you know right. this is yeah you did do a good job there you know this is what's going to happen you know here's the outcome just having that that extra sense of security in this very very like un, unsecure time is right. like is, is a huge benefit um even though they're not there it was it was almost like they were mm-hmm. and um yeah, it was it was it was very helpful, especially for the for the dads that sometimes might feel a little lost. Yeah. Right, <laughs> which yeah. usually most of them, I feel like they do probably feel a little bit lost yeah. unless it's especially like the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and it takes the pressure off too, you know, just because I'm telling him one thing and he's trying to say, you know, it's going to be okay, but for him to then reach out to the doulas and say, you know, here's what's going on, and for them to not only give me reassurance but him was a game changer for sure. Yeah. And like you said, you've built a rapport with them throughout your pregnancy. And I didn't know that your midwife couldn't be there either. So without your doulas, you would have not had your midwife either. And you would have literally been in a hospital with a bunch of nurses who you've never met. And that was it. Right. Right. Exactly. And thankfully we had an amazing team. Um, Our nurses and midwives that we ended up getting were amazing, but also, you know, you're going, it's your first time you're laboring it's new, and then you have a whole bunch of strangers, so you're throwing that mix in it. So having the doulas there that we've had throughout the whole pregnancy 
virtually, even though they couldn't be there, was such a comfort because it just, you had somebody to turn to that you know. One more thing, too, is the the, uh, the hospital. I, I don't know about other hospitals in the area, but Spectrum, it was like a fortress. Um, it was so clean and locked down in there. We kind of forgot this whole thing was even going on until we okay. left. Okay. Um, I mean, I went down the cafeteria a few times, and every time I went down there, like a whole different section was being completely pulled out and cleaned, and like there was no visitors walking around. There was no one walking around. Um, I mean, it, it really did feel like a fortress. Even getting into the building, you know, we had to go through a couple of security checkpoints. So if anyone's worried about the hospital part of it, I think that especially Spectrum that I know of, I think they're doing a very good job of keeping everything separated and, you know, the sections of the hospital that need to be clean and clean and stuff. So Yeah, it's a good point. So for those who maybe like that's a, a main point of fear for them is delivering <clears throat> in the hospital. Um, they're doing everything right. I mean, they obviously want to keep their patients safe and healthy. Right. So yeah, they're, um, it's got to be weird to walk through that hospital and like hardly see anybody because there's no visitors. Yeah, it was weird pulling up because they have a whole security detail and it was, you know, like, why are you here? What's going on? So it was it was very weird. But like Justin said, it ended up I almost was sad to leave just because you're in this clean, sterile bubble. Yeah. And we like I said, we almost forgot about this whole Corona thing because you're in you. You are you end up being in the bliss of having your baby, even though it's such a scary time. But having you know right after he was born we talked with Ashley and Kristen and then it was just kind of that blissful we went up to the room and um it just they're doing a very good job obviously you know things change but I think they have it pretty locked down that's great they're they're definitely out in front of it yeah Mm -hmm. so then you guys go home um and usually they do a postpartum visit, but I'm assuming they did that virtually as well. Um, yes. Did you have that already? Yeah. We did. Yeah. We From the moment we got home, too, we were in constant contact with them from, you know, them asking how he's sleeping. I had a couple questions as far as just my recovery um, and what I could do to uh, for comfort as far as that goes, mm-hmm. um, just because as a new mom, you just don't really expect the discomfort just I kept thinking you know um, I didn't have stitches or anything like that so I thought oh I'm gonna be good but you don't realize what you've put your body through so it was just nice to have have them there so I could say I'm feeling you know what can I do about this pressure that I'm feeling I'm um, you know I'm feeling some pain and discomfort here and to have that support on the postpartum aspect because you know this whole time leading up to the birth you're thinking pregnancy and delivery and labor and all that but postpartum support is also huge and they've really really helped with that giving me ideas and tips of helping my milk supply come in um it was just they've been wonderful and we just had our virtual um our virtual visit with them face to face and that was great to be able to see them they could see the baby right and then to tell them our birth story since they weren't there i mean they were there but they weren't right they got bits and pieces but finally got to hear the whole thing yeah (laughs) that's great yeah well is there anything else that you wanted to add or that you think um other parents should know I just think if you're on the fence, I mean, nothing, 
I had this whole, I thought I planned for even the most unexpected in pregnancy. And I definitely didn't (laughs) because pregnancy can change in an instant. But I think that's why even more now in these times to have that extra support and to have a doula, because I mean, we plan on having, um, another child and I've already said to them I said well hopefully you guys will be there in person for our next baby. Right. but I couldn't imagine going through labor and birth and even through pregnancy and postpartum without having a doula and support and I think Justin you feel the same way Absolutely. it's just it's like having you know your best your best friends to be able to talk to and it just it's such a comfort especially but your best friend is also very knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your best friend who's knowledgeable and judgment free and um yes. yeah, can give you all the best support. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, especially because my birth plan changed so much in the sense of having to have interventions, which I didn't think I was going to. Um, so that was even more unexpected and to be able to, you know, you're in the rush of the moment and I was really upset. And, you know, you get down on yourself as a new mom thinking you're failing in some aspect and to be able to have them, obviously Justin can sit there and tell me all day that I'm doing the right thing, but to have somebody else who's not only gone through that experience, but seen other women and tell, you know, giving me advice and telling me what I'm doing and the decisions I'm making are right for me and my baby Mm -hmm. was such a relief and such a comfort because it's such an emotional time. And when things aren't going already as planned and then you throw in more wrenches into the mix, it can be overwhelming. So to have them as a support was just everything to me. Thank you so much for sharing. I wish that I could see little Judah too. I'm sure I know. <laughs> I know. it's really hard, but yeah, focus on bonding with that little guy and um, how's breastfeeding and everything going. Breastfeeding's going good. Um, We've had to supplement a little just because he's such a peanut. Yeah. Um, But again, they've they've helped with that as well, just because that can be hard as a mom of, um, you know, you think, oh, breastfeeding's going to be this simple thing and it's hard and being able to talk it over with people and they've They've given me some great articles and um, a virtual, I had a, um, like a virtual meetup with some new moms that Kristen suggested a Mm -hmm. team that I should join in on. And that was really helpful. I got some great tips from that and to not only see new moms who had delivered around the same time as I had. And that was all virtual and really cool to be able to hear, you know, they may not be going through the same issues as I am, but to hear they're also having questions and not knowing what to do was really reassuring because Mm -hmm. you can get stuck in this loop of, why is this not working for me? What am I doing wrong? Why is it so easy for everybody else? And you don't realize other moms have, you know, if not the same issues, different issues, it's all, it's all different for each person. Yeah. It's not easy for everybody else. (laughs) It just, it just seems like it is. (laughs) It does. And it's easy to get down on yourself and think, Oh, you know, what was me? Why is, why is it not working for me? But to be able to, have not only doulas, but then give me other um, resources to be able to reach out to was also great as well. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for taking the time to share your story. Um, Of course. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, take care. Have a good week. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. This has been Ask the Doulas podcast. You can find us online at goldcoastdoulas.com and you can listen on iTunes and SoundCloud.